0: You pose a question on your LinkedIn profile, which is, how do we integrate diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging into the company from day one and in every part of our growth, where it's not just a checkbox, a percentage or a seasonal initiative? I know that that, that the answer to that question can probably fill many, 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 many hours of interviews. Um, but maybe there's a there's sort of a small taste or what is the core of your belief around DIB for you personally?
1: Personally, for me, it's um, it ties back to a very specific word: paranoia versus pronoia. I didn't coin this term. Um, and Adam Grant, who is an um, amazing uh, researcher and is a public figure in in organizational structures, uh, he he came up with that, and he uh, has a beautiful TED talk about it. But that word actually speaks to me in a very specific way about DEIB. The reason is is because. When we talk about diversity and when we talk about equity and inclusion, oftentimes we don't talk about belonging. But when you don't belong in a space, you could be invited to participate and you could have all the different people in the room there and you, everyone could have access to the same thing. But if you personally don't feel like you belong, you're not going to belong because your perception of reality is your reality. So if you have a room full of people who have access to the same thing, or you can say uh, access to the same things that everyone else does, and you have all these different people in the room, it's still not going to be the same thing if people don't feel like they belong. And so the idea of pronoia being the opposite of paranoia is that if we can build a culture of people deeply believing the person sitting next to me The person across from me, and this is all very much uh, figurative and not literal since we're in a 100% distributed company and that's the future of our work at GraphCDN, believing that everyone around me is so proactively supporting me and taking care of me, then that is going to foster the feeling of belonging. And when people belong is when people can do their best work. because. When you don't feel like you belong, your cognitive overhead is going to be occupied by certain levels of calculating, what like, or, or assessing, or being defensive, or um, deflecting. And so, if a human brain they say that you can only focus on three to five things at a time, and on average it's three, and you have to be pretty exceptional to be five, if you have a part of your focus being about, like, oh, well, what's going on there? Well, how am I being treated in that? That means. At most, we're getting 66% out of people's uh, cognitive overhead. So if we can actually just create that culture of belonging, then we are unlocking the potential of everyone. So to me, DEIB can't be a checkbox. It can't be a statistic. It has to be part of every single thing that we do. And um, just that, that deep sense of belonging can be, can be fostered in so many different ways. Like in a meeting, sometimes, what we don't realize is that there, there's some quiet folks in the room. And so just giving space to those people saying, and, and, not, and when you single quiet people out, it makes them feel un, un, uncomfortable. So having that awareness and just giving space to every single person, that just feels like, oh, everyone has a say. So it's something really, really small. But um, something s- small as that and something as big as what we've done with benefits and perks is, is something else that, that we're doing as a day one initiative. You know, for a small company, I, I I was describing our company to somebody. I said, We're the mightiest ten person company you'll ever meet. <laughs> and <laughs> so for company of our size and our stage what we've done with benefits and perks and like there's one component of it that speaks to a lot of people is that a time off for for maternity and paternity and family leave we call it parental leave and we've standardized on 16 weeks and that is for any gender any background for any new person entering into your family no matter what your background no matter what that structure is and making that universal allows anyone to feel welcome, like, oh, I don't need to have a conventional family, I don't have to have a conventional birth, it could be an adoption, it could be a surrogate, I still get the same and equal time off as anyone else. And something else that we've done in uh, Benefits and Perks is to call out caregivers, because when we talk about the underserved market, and we talk about diversity, we often talk about things that are visible but to me having that sense of equity and having a sense of belonging is sometimes tapping into those components of ourselves that aren't visible there are many of us who are caretakers whether it's your um, family members that are elderly or that are young or that might have special needs whoever they are or sometimes it's pets and people you know don't think that it's they're your fur family so when we think of caretakers as part of the, the, the people that we want to make sure that we intentionally take care of, to me, that is a really strong signal that we're sending out to the world about how intentional we are about belonging. And to me, of all the letters in DEIB, the belonging, the B is the most important one.
0: I love that. And I think that also has a lot to do with the much talked about term psychological safety. In order to belong, Mm -hmm. you have to feel safe to be at a company, right? And I think that really ties strongly into that. I'm really glad that we settled on the parental time-off policy that applies to everyone uh, because I hope to have kids one day and I hope I get to enjoy my time with them, right? And ultimately, as a company, I I strongly believe that we're only going to win and we're only going to build a great product if we can build a diverse team because otherwise... We're just going to sit in an echo chamber of our own ideas. And if you don't bring varied experiences into the company, you're, you're going to build the worst product. So I'm really glad that we're super focused on all of this.
1: You know, it actually speaks volumes about you and Tim as founders as well, because there are founders who talk about it, And their founders who do something about it and for the two of you to have done something about it to even say hey we want to look for someone to do this to build the and lay the foundation of all of this intentionally with us at such an early stage it's phenomenal and not only say those things, but when we build out a benefits package that at the end of the day, you know, these, this is a huge impact on our runway. And so we could be thinking metrics only and you're like, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that. And we could go with the minimum. But instead, we made a decision with what is most enriching for our people? What is, what is the maximum of our capability while de-risking the company? You know, like those are really challenging questions and thoughts. And so it speaks volumes about you and Tim as well as founders. So thank you.
0: I, I appreciate that. Uh, we're, we're trying, I would say. we are I'm... doing. <laughs> hey folks, we are hiring across the board. If any of that sounded interesting to you, go reach out to us, go to graphstidien.io slash careers. And even if there isn't a role on there that suits you perfectly, just let us know what you can do. Let us know why you're excited about Graphstidien. We would love to hear from you.